two, one. Hey, man, we back. Episode two, man. Seven to you podcast with my boy Steve Jackson, five time All OCC. Hell yeah. Third ranked in the uh, All DBs of Ohio. Hell yeah. My boy Steve Jackson, Ashland, Ashland, University, Ashland University commit, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. Tell them, Steve, man. Tell these cats who Steven Jackson is, man. man. Steven Jackson, man. If you don't already know, shit. Westland all time leader, interceptions leader, BDA team leader. BDA legend, nigga, Westland legend, soon to be Ashland legend, man. Right. Hey, man, your journey's just starting out, though, man. Still a lot, lot to come. That's how you feeling, Steve? That's how I'm feeling, man. So, man, so, like, you know, coming, um, give me, like, that rundown of that final high school game, and then now you're going, man, moving day for colleges in a week for Ashland University Division Two, who was just – they conference champs last year, so give me the rundown of the whole thing, family. I'm not going to fake it, man. feel like yesterday I played my last high school game. like, And, like, the way it went, you feel me, we played Grove City. I'm going to be honest, I knew we had no chance because, like, just the season. After that central crossing game, man, just like, bro, just went downhill. You know, we came out Grove Poor, think we're going to bounce back. Got our ass busted and everything else, bro, just blow it after blow up. But, like, at the end of the day, though, I did my thing. I went out there, got my film, you feel me? And that helped me get to where I'm at today. You feel me? Because after Grow City, man, at the time, I really only had, like, straight D3 offers. So, honestly, it was looking rough for me. Like, I really didn't want to play D3 football, but, like, if I had to, I probably would have went to Mount St. Joseph because, man, I'm just not ready to let football go yet. But, Ashland, it's not at all. We're being honest, it all started with Tiffin. Tiffin reached out, gave me the O. Artists and Broadest reached out, gave me the ODU. I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was probably a week away from committing to ODU. And then, you know, the Eagles hit me up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? I seen GMAC champions, 10 and 2 season last year, lost in the playoffs to the champs. But hey, man, all I know is I'm ready. Moving next Monday, man. Let's get seen a little schedule, fall camp schedule. It's gonna be some, it's gonna be an adjustment. But hey, man, I'm gonna be ready for it. Never quit, never back down, never what? Never give up. <laughs> no, nah, but um, man, so like you know, I did my season of D three football. So you know, I give you all the tools that I can give you and, and shit about you know college football in general. Um, man, like I just want to ask you, like, if you ready for this ish? Cause that schedule, I'm pretty sure like you've seen it, but like your full day just it's already gone. Straight football, straight football. And they wake up six thirty, get breakfast. Feel me? We taped taped up eight o'clock. Practice eight to eleven. Feel me? Then we got some treatment, and man, them damn right. meetings. Meetings. Them damn meetings, man. I, was, I ain't going to lie. I feel like that's really what, what's going to get me, especially them first few days. Cause I just feel like I'm going to be tired as hell in the meetings. going to be struggling to stay my ass awake. But, hey, man, I just get past the meetings, bro. Then we got afternoon lifts, bro. I'm going to be smooth, bro. I'm going to be smooth. So, like, um, you're going to be transitioning from a school like Westland where we really, do, where like we really didn't win like that to a – to a championship school now, so I was gonna ask you, like, are you prepared for the for the different structure and like different like trials and tribulations that that's gonna come with being with a winning team? Nah, nah, honestly, it is gonna take an adjustment. You feel me? Like, 
going from Westland to a winning school, not even just a winning school, a winning college program. It's definitely going to be an adjustment, man. But, like, my whole life, going from Hilltop Cowboys to Pleasant View to Westland, I've always had to prove myself. I've always went in undersized, niggas thinking, oh, he's just another little nigga. He ain't going to be able to do shit. Right. Feel me? Got my muscle up. I'm not no little scrawny nigga no more. I'm going to really go out there and show niggas what I'm about. So, like, break down. Um, you play DB. Break down what goes um what goes through a DB's head on game day or um during practice and how do you prepare for for a top wide receiver? Honestly, you just gotta have that mindset that no one can fuck with you. You gotta go out there, have confidence in yourself. You start down yourself, that's where you're gonna start fucking up. You gotta go out there, think you the best, go out there, think you can lock any nigga up and just give it your artist. Literally simple as that. If you start down yourself, man, you're gonna be like, damn. This nigga might have an edge on me. Man, you feel me? You can't think like that. It's not even just in football. You got to think like that in life. You always got to have confidence in yourself. You always got to believe in yourself that you can do some shit. And I hope you get through it. Yeah, man. So, like, I just want to ask you, like, have you ever played against the um, – What is who is one player that, like, you played against and you was like, damn, like, he a problem? Or, like, he gave you, like, a real good problem? <laughs> And don't say Jay Harris because Jay Harris was six five. <laughs> Honestly, other than I'm like gonna keep it real straight up. Other than Jay Money Harris and that one, what's that name? Underrated Terry. I don't know that nigga name. That nigga that um uh, played on another team, All Star game. I don't really think no DB. I mean, no receiver they ever gave me a problem in high school like that, bro. It's just be them tall receivers, man. And at, at the end of the day. You can stay with them. You can jump as high as you can, bro. But there's sometimes there's just shit out your control. But I found a way to counter that now, bro. Like, you feel me? I got my techniques to stop tall receivers. You feel me? And we'll see how that shit works in college. And co once I go to college, too, I'm also going to pick up a lot more knowledge. Like, Coach Griff, that's my nigga. You feel me? But at the end of the day, there's a difference between a high school coach and a college coach. A college coach got way more experience. Me, they got way more knowledge and they just gonna teach me a lot more shit. So I'm gonna just be ready for it. Heard you. So like being a um man, like, cause you know, I've known you for some time and like your whole process, like you being undersized your whole life and now you're going to um now you're going to play at a division two college and you're five nine. Man, it's crazy. Like, um, what advice would you give? Damn, my mic tripping, bro. <laughs> she did her. All right, man, yeah. This one tripping. But, like, what what advice would you give a uh, a undersized DB uh, coming into college? Like, what how like what what words could you give them to help them prepare for what's coming? All I can say is, man, Darren Sproles was 5'6". They got... A nigga in the league right now named Deuce Vaughn. That's 5'5". Five, five. So if you think it's impossible, it's not impossible. Literally, all you got to do is believe in yourself. And yeah, it's going to be harder work for us, us niggas that, you feel me, are undersized. But that just means you got to work harder. Simple as that. If you got the work ethic, you got the heart, you got the mindset, then it's, no one can tell you you can't do it. Simple. That's all you really need for real, man. You just got to be on your shit and... It's going times is gonna get hard because I'm not gonna lie. There's been a lot of times where you feel me. I doubted myself. Feel me? Like for example, nigga, coming into Westland, undersized nigga, the Rios wasn't really giving me no chances, and 
one thing I'm going to say is if you do get the chance, you just got to go out there and prove yourself because that's exactly what I did. You got to make it to where niggas can't play. Like, they have no choice but to play you. I mean, that, that's all it is. So, honestly, my best words of advice, you know, it just work harder than everyone. And it is definitely possible to be an undersized DB. Man. Nah, man, that's crazy because cause even as a lineman, I'm as a lineman, I'm uh for offensive lineman, I'm undersized, so I definitely see like what you're saying. Sometimes like it does get to my head not being six five or or you know, being like a like a giant. But nah, man, like those are some real good words of advice out there because there's so many cats out there that's Man, like, I'm pretty sure that there's players that are smaller than you, but you live in a dream, and, like, but, like, you never know. Like, you might be inspiring some, some like, little kid out there who, man, who may not think they have what it takes. So another question I want to ask you is, like, what was the hardest part? Um, When was there a time in life where you face like your biggest adversity whether whether it's off the field or on the field and how did you um battle back from it man i'm gonna be honest i'm gonna say it was on the on the field but like it wasn't in the game it was in practice so this was my what junior year i'm coming Fresh off collarbone injury not even knowing if i want to play football after this year because like recovering from an injury when you broke a bone, it, it's it's serious for real. Like you had to miss a whole, I had to miss a whole season. So, I mean, my mind honestly just was not in it. And then coming back my junior year, this was before we had any games or anything. This was like summer camp. So, I me, mean, I was doing pretty good. You feel me? I was a starter for a little minute, and then feel me at Westland, man. Once the coach got you on their mind, bro, they gonna show favoritism, bro, and that's how it was. We had a certain starter come back and get no like chance to like earn his spot back because I'm not going to lie. I was doing pretty good because this at the time I was playing slot receiver. So you feel me? Starter came back. He didn't have to do nothing or try to earn his spot back. He just kicked me out and I was back to being a second string. So at the time, man, I was like, man, fuck this, man. You feel me? I, I did everything I could, bro, and it still wasn't enough. And honestly, I was I was thinking about quitting football for real. And then you feel me? I had my nigga D-Lo. Shout out to my nigga Mason. They got my head straight. Told me to keep going. Only my time is coming. And eventually it did come, you feel me? We had seven on seven, I'd say probably like two, three weeks later. You know, at the time I was second string and our first string corner, we was doing shitty. Like shitty is <laughs> he was on some I ain't gonna I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say today, but if, if you play Girl City versus Westland junior year back in the end zone toe tap, you know who I'm talking about. Chico! But nah, um the corner first string corner was doing shitty. Our DB coach, Coach Griffiths, said, fuck it, 2-5. Told me to come in the game. And ever since that game, not even game, ever since that 7-on-7, seven seven, I went out there, did my thing, and the rest was history, man. I've been a starter, started corner ever since. Oh, man. That's my biggest adversity that I face, man. It helped me get through it. But all I can say is whenever you face an adversity, man, you just got to push through that shit. Um, I love that. I love that right there. Like, hey. <laughs> Man, everybody has their own story, and I, I feel like yours is going to be very special 
with you being a 5'9 DB um, in college, you may get changed around and you might be a dog at, a, at being a returner or something, but like, like you never know. But I just want to think about, so like you was a, you was a multi-sport athlete, you know, track and football. You used to play basketball too. Back in the Muni days. Hey, back in the Muni days. So, like, being a multi-sport athlete and dealing with the, all, like, the strain on your body and, and, like, the, and like the mental aspect of, of each sport and uh, preparing, how how did you balance everything? Well, like, uh, senior year, I want to say specifically, you know, senior year, there's a lot a, a like a lot of pressures, you know, choosing what college for you, not having the colleges that you want come in, um, playing football and trying to play a team sport and, and trying to make a change for that school. And then, you know, dealing with track, you got hamstring injuries and, and the football. Like, how did you balance this whole lifestyle? And how did you overcome like the, like the days where you were by yourself and you were alone and and you seen all these other cats getting the offers that you wanted. How did you handle all of that? Be honest, man, you just gotta be strong mentally. This shit not for the week. I'm telling you, man, like football, I ain't get the offers. I mean, you feel me? Ashley I ended up at, I think I ended up at a good school. I think Ashland University is a perfect school for me, perfect fit, you know, winning Winning program, got all the majors I wanted. Some nice little small campus out the way. It's far enough from the crib, but not too far. I can make a day trip if I need to. But honestly, the way I balanced it, man, it's just you. Like I said, you just gotta be strong mentally, and you know God always got a plan for you. God's always gonna have something coming for you, so you just gotta be patient with them and know your time is coming. As long as you put the work in, as long as you keep going, your time's gonna come. Simple as that. So choosing, um. Choosing Ashland University, what were the key factors that um, what were the key factors that really went in to you choosing Ashland? And I know some of some of your boys are already going there, but what are what are the other key factors that played into it be, besides your brothers going there? Well, compared to the other schools, I think Ashland had probably had the best football program. You know, Tiffin was all right. Not I'm not saying they were bad. They were all right. ODU was all right. Feel me, and that's D two wise. Alderson Broadus was hot ass. Not gonna lie, because once some D two offers start rolling in, that's when the cheese come for real. Like D three, they don't throw no athletic scholarship, man. So so cheese come in. D two offers. Yes. All right. You close the door? Been to it though. Yeah. So like, yeah, as I said, you feel me? It's a winning program. They got great facilities, great cafeteria. When I, you know, nice. like best of the nation. Hey, you already, nice. you already know about that cafeteria, nice. boy. So I mean, a nice little. And I, I just, I don't fuck with the environment now. Ashland got some. I've heard some shit about Ashland. Like not even the college, but like the area. But like, as long as I just stay with my people, though, I'll be smooth. So. Honestly, man, I just feel like it's the best fit for me. Yeah. At the end of the day, I just picked the best place where I think I can succeed at, and I just think Ashland's going to be that place. Man, so I'm like, 
So I'm like, yo, free time, bro. Like, what do you be doing? Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Jackson. What do you be doing, buddy? Tell the world what you be doing, buddy. <laughs> like, nah, but, but, nah doing, in my bro? free time, I ain't going fake. I'm not going to lie to you. Once I graduate, I will live in a little while. Living a little too much like Chad, but hey, man. Living like Chad. But hey, man. Every day, though, you feel me? I go out. I have my fun, but I'll make sure I'm still <clears throat> able to incorporate some time, get a lift in, get some field work in, get some cardio in. If I'm not doing none of that, I'll be in the crib doing some push ups and a sit up. So something every day. Feel me? Like, this is my last summer at the crib, so I wanted to at least enjoy myself a little bit. Feel me? Just because I'm enjoying myself don't mean. I'm still not able to do what I need to do, feel me? Because at the end of the day, once I move into college next Monday, straight football, none of that. And not even just during fall camp. During the whole football season, I'm going to be 100% locked in. Now, all that fun shit, that can come after. But when it's time to handle your business, you got to cut all that shit out and handle your business or else you're not going to be great. You got to think, there's always going to be a nigga out there that's trying to outwork you. There's always going to be a nigga out there going the extra mile. So if you're not going to want to go that extra mile yourself, you ain't never going to be where you want to be. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's sick. He trying to sound like motivational D-Lo now. <laughs> man, um, nah, but that's great. That That's great knowledge right there. I ain't going <laughs> to. That's, like, that's honestly like some great knowledge out there for um for cats that's still in high school and about to go to college next year and, and uh, next season. Um. Man, I'm trying to think. Um, man, everything that like you've been saying has been some good knowledge and great for the podcast, but like great for people coming out there and just just athletes in general. Um, what? So like, I really want to know what's your goal. For this football ish, and how do you think you will achieve this goal? And, and like break it down like deeply, but like specifically type ish. Like, what do you think you know? Like your weaknesses are and, and your strengths, and how you you'll work on these how you'll work on these weaknesses to to get you better. Hey man. I feel like every football player going into college football, the ultimate, ultimate goal is the NFL. And, feel me, that's the highest point. Not not the only point, you feel me? There's other leagues out there now, the XFL, CFL, not the NFL, but, you know, I still play good cheese. And at the end of the day, if that shit don't work out for me, I'm going to still find a way to make some money regardless. You feel me? Major going to be business management. I'm either own a business. Fuck around. You might see me on ESPN, sports analyst, sports journalist. But, hey, man, to complete the ultimate goal, though, I feel like my main weaknesses right now is – like, I, I, my body is good, but it's not there yet. And that's why I'm not even really tripping now because I feel like I know, I'm already known once I get to college, them niggas going to get me right. I'm going to be in a program, you feel me, working out with college athlete, good-ass strength strength and conditioning coaches. So, yeah. So, I am already know my body's going to get right, right. My weight's going to get right, too. Get around that cafeteria, man. Shit, because you already know. You be at the A. I know this go out to a lot of y'all. You be at the crib sometime. I ain't be shitting in this crib. You gonna have cereal, no milk, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, no bread. Man. Like there should be some time, man. You're not gonna be able to eat, and you you're not trying to spend money every damn day. So there should be some time you gotta thug it out. Once I get into college, though, I'm gonna have that cafeteria access to me 24/7. That's gonna have me help my weight. 
another one of my weaknesses, man. I got work on my hips, man. Shit, I be I think I be lifting a little too much. I'm a little ain't gonna fake. I'm a little I'm a little stiff. Yeah. But once again, I get around Ashley and get around all them coaches, they gonna get me right. So that's why I'm not even tripping. And I feel like my main face, everyone knows I'm a little speedster. Right. So that's my main straight. My speed is my speed good. Four four nine right okay, nigga. He said freakster. Yeah. Freaky. D, hey, D Lo the freakiest nigga I know. I don't all know what right, he talk right. about. But um yeah, my speed right now, four four nine. I think I can get that shit down though. To a love four four. That's ultimate goal. And then as a DB, my change of direction, I think my shit is really good too. You feel me? And my speed like can help make up. So say someone make Get me on a little route, get some separation. My speed can help me catch back up to him, break the ball up. And I think I have really good ball skills. Now, I do need to get a little more work on guarding them tall receivers, but I've been working on it. I'm already knowing them college coaches going to help me out with that too. So, overall, I'm and also, I'm just an athlete, man. And that, you feel me, athlete, I could jump, I can run fast. I'm just, and I've been playing football since I was four. So, I got great football IQ. I know how to bait quarterbacks. I know how to read wide receivers. Feel me? So, other than my few weaknesses, man, I got a lot of strengths. And I, obviously, when I get to college, I'm going to work on those weaknesses to be more a more complete, more whole player. So, another thing I want to talk to you about for real is, like, um, the mental aspect of the game. Like, uh, mental health as an athlete. Uh, you know, preparing for a game and, you know, being around, like, the – being around like the crowd and the lights and for you being a for you being a DB and a one on one, I know I know like it has to be hard for you like like being anxious and stuff or or like you might be full on calm, but I know for me, being out there, big crowd, lights and stuff, man, like I was really like locked in. Like I was just like by myself out there kinda, of, but so um for me, I found being a lineman just a escape from from um uh, reality where like I really don't hear nothing out there but football and it's a zone that like it's a crazy but loving zone out there where it's just calm and cool even though like the game of football is so chaotic and and it's loud but in your mind like you're soothed and you're and you're in peace um for you being well I mean because you know me I'm a lineman I'm in the trenches with the big bodies. For you being a DB out there, you're closest to the sideline, you're closest to the fans, and and you're one on one. Um, have you ever had a moment out there where where you have like overthought about about like uh about like your job, and then like you got burnt or like or uh you tried to jump a route and you missed and bro scored type ish. Um, I want to know. Has there ever been a moment like that with you? And what were you thinking in that moment? Man, as a DB, man, as you said, man, you on the island. It's just you and the receiver. That's it. You feel me? You don't got nothing around you. All you really got to do is just try to cut that, cut all these distractions out, just focus on your assignment. But, like, for example, as you said, there'd be other factors into it mentally. Like, once shit goes sideways, man, some, hey, like I said, you got to be strong-minded. Because once shit goes sideways, it is that helps build up momentum for the other person. You feel me? And it's just going to be hard to bounce back. Like, for example, man, Westville Central, we all know Jay Money here is Moss me. Ah, ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> like nigga. But yeah, he got that first catch on me, man. I was just like, damn. Cause like at the time, I ain't really never going against no receiver like that. Where are you going? You're going to Bowling Green, right? Bowling Green. So I at the time, I ain't never going against no receiver like that. He got that first catch. We was playing at the home crowd, cheerleaders cheering, fans, fans fucking flaming. <laughs> Hearing head top, head top in the stand. Look over this side, like sign like everyone doing head top. Coaches doing fucking fist bumps and shit. Yeah, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. And at the time, man, it was just hard, bro. Cause like I had to like, damn, I gotta bounce back. I gotta bounce back. Can't let this shit slide again. And then it, it slid again. And you feel me? Like, and it hurt because you know we ended up losing that game when it was a close game. And I definitely feel like there was a lot of things I could have did better at the time but looking back at it i think i did i did everything i could because like i mean yeah he did boss me but like he didn't burn me he didn't cook me on no crazy route i was with him the whole time that nigga just jump hired me simple as that but at the end of the day though i gotta work on that shit get better in that shit and that helped me like that situation low-key helped me later on the line like once shit goes sideways Gotta just keep your calm, keep your focus. You can't let other factors get into it. No means you just gotta worry about you and your assignment. And then that, I mean that shit ended up working. Next year we played same team, same receiver. Ended up with zero catches on me. I had ended up with three pass breakups. And I mean, yeah, we still lost because wrestling is wrestling. Shit, there's no explaining that. But hey, I did my job against same person that fucked me up last year, and I came back, bounced back, held him to zero catches. So hey, man. All you gotta do, man, just focus on your assignment and let all that adversity shit slide. That's on real, hey man, that's on real spill right there, fam. Um, man, like going on about like transitioning from from high school to college. Um, I felt like the biggest lessons I learned from transitioning was that, um. Uh, you know, coming from Westland, there really wasn't no competition at practice. Like, not at all. Um, going into college, my first year of college, man, I had so much competition at practicing. At practicing, it was ridiculous. Like, it was crazy, man. I, I was in a new, I was in a whole nother zone for real. Um, yeah, man, like, it's crazy, man. And, and then, like, balancing uh, football and trying to get used to, uh, doing my studies on time in the study hall after, after a mean practice, man, and then you still got meetings and all. Um, but so like, you know, my transition, it was from, 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 uh, high school to college. So I'm going to ask you about your transition from freshman year to senior year. And um, what changed about the game for you and what changed about the way you looked at the game? Man, you compare freshman year Steven and senior year Steven, you're going to tell it's a huge difference. And, like, freshman and sophomore year, I'm going to be honest, I I mean, yeah, I've been playing football since I was four. Of course, I was going to play it because, like, I was just used to playing every season. But. During those times, I thought once senior year, senior year hit, football was over with. I'm like, damn, undersized DB. I ain't really getting no looks like all these other niggas. I'm just, I'm just out. I mean, I was still gonna give it my all, but I feel like I was just out there playing for fun. And sophomore year didn't help that shit at all, 
and I didn't even get to play my sophomore year. I ended up breaking my collarbone literally in summer camp, was out for the whole season. And junior year, you know, I bounced back. I ended up getting a starting job, was started a whole season, rotated from corner to safety every other game. But, hey, still started a whole season, man, was a part of that legendary 2-0 Franklin Heights 270 Saturday night game. Damn, it's over. It's over. But, um, I ain't getting over it. <laughs> it's, I get a ring. it's never over. Hey, come to Ashley. You're going to get a ring. You seen GMAC champions. But, nah, bro, that transition, though, what really clicked that I knew I wanted to go far with this football shit was, I'll say, after junior year, for real. And it wasn't even like right after junior year. It was like, probably, I'll probably say like April going into senior year. Now, yeah, I was, before. My junior year, I'm going to be honest, I was bullshitting in the weight room. I did not take that shit serious at mm. all. And then after junior year ended, so I, mean, I started taking that shit serious, thinking like, damn, I got one more year of football left. Then I started taking this shit serious. And then you already know who hit me up first. Man, I'm going to be honest, man, I, probably one of the happiest days of my life when I got my first offer. Yeah, it was D3 offer. But I was like, damn. I mean, I'm Jim Collins. Coach Jim Collins at D. Winberg University. But I was just like, damn. I got some school. I mean, you feel me? It's not no D1 school, but at least someone showing me interest, someone giving me a chance. Once Winberg came, then came Capital. (laughs) 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 Then came Capital. Then came Mount St. Joseph and Muskingum and all these other D3 schools. And at the time, it was smooth. It was smooth. But, like, honestly, I really didn't want to play no D3 school. But, like, it still felt good. Feel me? Once I got that first offer, I really started to turn up, take this shit more serious, take lifting more serious, start perfecting my craft, taking all that shit more serious. So by the time senior year came, I'd make sure I would be ready. And feel me? Because senior year is my last season. That's my last chance to get some good film in and try to show these other bigger colleges that, you feel me, that I, I could really do this shit. And senior year, it was, it was good for real. Like, record, I think. Our senior year team was definitely worse than our junior year team. But at the end of the day, I was a better player than I was my junior year. And that's all that matters to me. Now, honestly, yeah, I was a team player. But I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. After that, I won't even say Central. I'm going to say after Groveport Madison. Because Central, we fought with them, niggas. We just lost a hard-fought game. So we could have bounced back Groveport Madison. Came out first play, scored a touchdown, and we lost 41-0. So... I'm going to be honest, at that Groveport Madison game, I was playing for me and me only. And I just continued to do that. Ended up the season with great stats. Had ended up four interceptions, two touchdowns on me. Uh, I forget how many PBUs I had, but I just had great defensive stats, great stats all around. So, I mean, multi, I was good on offense, good on defense, good on special teams. And on film, coaches see you, you're more versatile and going to be more eager to reach out to you. That's when I start having these D2 schools reach out to me, man. I didn't think who the first one was. The first D2 school to reach out for me was Tiffin. Alderson brought this ODU and then Ashland, man. So, like, it's possible. And, like, you feel me? You just got to be at a point in your life where you got to really sit down and have a think to yourself, like, is this football shit really worth it? Do you really want to play this shit? Because if you don't want to, bro, don't don't waste your time. There's other shit you can do. You can be out there making money, setting yourself up for your future, go to college, get your, get your degree, get your education. But if you're for real about this football shit, man, it's not for the week. You have to put in the work, and that's all it is. I just realized this shit was for me. I put in the work, and I'm not done. Heard you, heard you. That's real. That's real right there. Man, so, you know, my senior year, um, I had that one game where 
where like it was very painful because I feel like I felt like I was playing with cats who didn't want it as bad as me. And that was the first time I, I ever <laughs> right, he's done. He done. But that was the first time I actually um felt that pain of, of crying over a football game where where this sport has been fun for like my whole life to to a point where I, I felt like I was playing with cats who didn't want it as bad as me and and but then I had to realize that that I was playing with cats who just wanted the high school football experience and they didn't really want to go to the next level like me. So, and that game for me, it was Westerville Central. What was that one game where, where, man, what, what was that one game where you felt that pain of, of just like, I'm giving my all out here on the field, but it seems like I'm giving my all out here to some cats who wouldn't even bleed for me. Like you bleeding for these cats, but they wouldn't bleed for you. But you're doing it because you love this game. Tell me that one game where you, or or if you have ever felt that pain, tell me that one game where you did feel that pain. Man, I don't know. This is probably gonna be a shocker. Cause honestly, there was a lot of people, you know, going into that game knew we wasn't gonna win, and I low key had the same same idea in my mind. But I say that game was Gahanna Lincoln for me this year. That probably was my best football game I ever played. Like, and it was crazy because like I was giving my heart out literally offense, defense, and special teams. But like, I mean, yeah, it's Gahanna Lincoln. They ended up going to what states, right? Regional. Regionals, like, yeah, okay, they were the favors of blah, 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 they beat us, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it just seemed like everyone was just, like, scared of them niggas. And it's like, bro, like, at the end of the day, you on the field, it's just you against them. You can't let, just because you may, they may be bigger, they may be faster, they may be stronger, like, nigga, you can't let that shit get into your head. Like, you just got to go out there and give it your all, and just niggas wasn't giving it they all. Nigga, every time I got the ball, I have to juke hella different niggas to get at least a little bit of yards, kick return, same thing. And, like, as as a DB playing for Westland this year, it was low-key shitty because, man, you just sometimes you don't really get any action because most teams, when they play Westland, they be up 21 in the first few minutes. And mm-hmm. once a team gets a lead, they're not going to throw the ball because like, they have no reason to. No reason. No, no reason to. And if the niggas can't stop the run game, then they're they not going to stop the run game. And they're going to keep running. But Gehanna, man, that was one of my best games. And it just feel like niggas just were – they were defeated before the game even started. Like, niggas were just scared of them. Niggas was talking about the cheerleaders doing TikToks on the field before the game even started. Like, nigga, lock the fuck in. Like, yeah, we playing Gehanna Lincoln. Yeah, okay, these niggas nice. But just because they may be nice on paper, like, hey, junior year. I mean, I didn't play this game, but pick North. Man. Pick North, y'all niggas almost beat them. You feel me? They hit me. They hit me. That dumbass quarantine made me miss that game. But like, pick North. I'm not saying like we had a great chance to beat Gahanna, but it could at least it would at least been nice to see if niggas could at least gave it gave some effort and tried their ass off instead of just fifty percent every play. Like, oh, I'm just trying to get this game over with. Blah blah blah. Like as you said, like, and I I low key understand because like niggas just don't. 
niggas are not the same way about football as I am. You feel me? I've been playing this shit since I was four, man. I'm just a very competitive person in general, and especially when it comes to football. I'm going to give it my all no matter what, no matter the circumstance, no matter the other team. You feel me? So I feel like, yeah, that one game for me was Gahanna. Man, so I know this episode, we reflected a lot on high school and, and like, like high school football and this, but I'm gonna do a part two with Steve when he's done with his first year of college. But this is a big question I want to ask you too: is like, what team did you play in your high school career where like you felt like, man, these niggas are just some, just some dogs? For me, my junior, for, no, for me, my senior year. And it was New Albany. And that boy, Jaden Guards and Christian Mayville, I ain't gonna lie, those were the two hardest white boys I've ever been against, bro. Holt, bro, Jaden Guards and Christian Mayville, I, I, I don't know bro's last name like that, but them boys ran out wing T office like it was, them boys was crazy. I never seen no, I ain't never seen no offense that dominant. Like, that, that 2022 New Albany team was some, there was some boys right there. Just running, whole time running. So, for you, for you, Steve, what what team did you play against your senior year? Where you was like, this whole team is just like, bro, like, like, bro, like they showed you what teamwork really is, and like, and like how important team chemistry and team bonding is, and they dominated because of it. Man. I got two for real. I really can't narrow it down. Because, like, obviously the obvious answer is Gahanna. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, them niggas was just all around solid. But, honestly, this year, I'm going to give it to Girl City, man. Because, mm. like, I you got Girl that. City? Yeah, I give it to Girl City this year, bro. Because, like, my junior year, Girl City was all right. But, like, we could have beat them niggas. Honestly, if it wasn't <sighs> Tony Totap in the back of his, uh, nigga, we would have won that game. But this year, I just feel like Grocity just had a whole different attitude. They came out first play, kick return, touchdown. First play of the game, I'm on the side. Like, like, all right, bro, really? Bro, really? And bro, then, really? And then, you feel me? And then the rest of the game, bro, like, they were just on some shit. Like, you feel me? They had the whole student section behind them. And then, like, their team chemistry was good. They just – they were just playing as a team. And, like, that's – not even just Wesley's problem. That's that's a lot of people's problem. Is shit go down, they just give up, hang their heads. But like, you really, if you not a team yourself, and you playing a team that plays like a team, like for example, New Al- you said New Albany last year. I say New Albany again this year because like New Albany was definitely beatable this year. But the reason they weren't that we didn't beat them is because they played like a team and we didn't. Like yeah, they got worse. They gotten worse from what they were my junior year. Because my junior year, them boys was some shit. And this year, I honestly don't think they were that good. But at the end of the day, most of them niggas is not huge. They're not oversized. They just play as a team. And you feel me? That team chemistry comes into a lot, especially as a football player, as a football team. You need to be on a good side with your teammates because y'all going to war together against another team. If you're on by a bad size, man, it's just not going to end well for you. So... I say, shit, if I had to pick one out of the three, yeah, I say Grow City, though. I say Grow City. Man. 
this whole is crazy right here, man. Like, just thinking about the, just thinking about how like how like how like fast life has moved on, and how like we'll, <laughs> like we'll never get these moments back. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely over, man. But for you though, Steve, you got the underdog story of being an undersized DB coming from Westland already. You're going Division Two to a championship school with even with all of your all of your own personal problems and problems on and off of the field with with just your mental and, and just just everyday life problems, bro. I want to say that I'm really proud of you for for sticking through and for still going, even though being an undersized DB. And, and and your back has been against the wall since whole you started life. playing football, whole life since you, since you even stepped in the athletic category. Um, man, I just want to. I'm just trying to think, man. Like, when did you know? All right, right here. When did you know that? Um. You were better than you thought you were, or or you were better than what you were going to settle to be. So, like, for example, just to give you some, you said that you said that you didn't want to play D three ball, but but nothing but D three coaches were the only people that were tapping you. When did you make that 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 a uh, switch to? To automatically say no, I'm done with D three and I'm only going D one or D two. I'm gonna say that's my after my jun- junior summer, so summer before it, going into senior year. <clears throat> this was my last year, my last summer. I would be eligible to go to any college camps, and you feel me? I went to what I ended up going to Tiffin. I ended up going to Notre Dame. Uh, I went to one more. I forget. I forget though. I, I know I remember I ended up going. To, oh yeah, I went to Charleston. D two and um my 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 West Virginia, and I went to uh Davenport D two in Michigan, and all them camps I ended up doing my thing, and Tiffin was probably my best camp, ended up locking most of them niggas up. I think I think someone caught one pass on me the whole day out of maybe like 10, 12 reps. Davenport was my first ever D two camp I went to, and that that camp really had my you feel me really shifted my mindset because I was doing my thing. The coach was fucking with me. Crazy thing is though, I love niggas ain't hit me back. That's one. Yeah. That's another thing, man. Tell them, bro. Co- coach, get, coaches, hey, if you not a certain size, a certain weight, it's going. It's, it's low key hard. Like, feel me? That's why you just gotta go out, try your hardest to prove yourself. And I feel like I did, but like I ain't get no looks. But I also didn't let that discourage me, man. Cause at the end of the day, I was locking up other niggas. Some of them D two already had some D two offers. Some of them had D one offers, and I was out there doing my thing against them. So I was like, bro, I'm not, I'm better than this D three shit, man. And I'm gonna continue to go to these camps and continue to show that I'm better than these D three shit. And at the end of the day, it finally worked out for me. The D two offers start rolling in. And I'm not finished though, man. I'm gonna see how this football shit go. So I mean, at the end of the day, God's always gonna have a plan for me. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But ultimate goal is for real. Played maybe two, three years at Ashland. Try my best, turn the fuck up, get out, go to D1, and really show my talents there, man. Like at the end of the day, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check it. See if I got that. Probably not gonna. 
my mic was covering me. I'm glad. Feel me? Ah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just going to finish though. You hear me, bro? Like, but yeah, man. Like all you, you just can't discourage yourself for real, man. Because at the end of the day, it's you. It's gonna be you against a lot of people that's gonna be down to you, man. There's a lot of people that's gonna be down to you. A lot of people telling you you can't do some. A lot of people not believing you, bro. But all you really need is you to believe in yourself. And there's gonna be a lot of factors out there that's gonna help, like make you not want to believe in yourself, man. But like I said, you just gotta be strong-minded. You just gotta push yourself. You just gotta keep fighting. You keep fighting. Keep giving your heart. Is it's, it's gonna come, man. It's gonna come. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, shit. Um, well, I'm going to open the table up to you. Uh, I mean, yeah. Open it up to you. If you want to ask me any questions about football or just life, man, just, hey, let you know where I'm at. You feel me? So, I'm going to get the mic to you, bro. You can go ahead and Ask any question, honestly, like about something that like you nervous about or something like you just want, you know, like advice about it or something, bro. Like, so it's all you, Steve. Go ahead. This is Steven Jackson's podcast. Welcome five time podcast switched over. First of all, how you doing today? Darius Love Jr. I'm doing great, brother. I'm doing great, doing great. Hey, one question I got to ask you, though. One question I got to ask you, though. How did you feel? having to settle with Hawking College and what's your like what are you trying to get what are you trying to get from going to Hawking? Like what's your ultimate goal and what's the next step for you? Going to um going to Hawking College, um I honestly felt like I should have been with JUCO from from the start and uh gave myself a chance to to really, you know, not be in this hole right now with me having to struggle with grades and, and having to be in this money situation with Wittenberg and, and, and the transfer portal stuff. And um, I really feel like Hawking College and going here was what I needed. Uh, sometimes I really feel like I rushed into signing with Wittenberg to, to, to get that college, to get that college signing day experience um, just to, just to feel good about it. But my goal with Hawking is to – I obviously can't play this year because I'm ineligible, but but I feel like not being ineligible this year was a was a break that I needed and, and a break to get my body together. Instead of seeing it as negative and, and seeing it as, oh, I can't play this year, I'm seeing it as a this – is, this is the break that I needed to – Really get my mental right and my physical well being right, so I can come back and and actually do my thing and and actually get that scholarship that I want. You know, um, main goal is definitely Division One playing nose guard. Simple as that. Like I'm trying to go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to the dark side. But yeah, man, going JUCO. I really felt like I should have been did that because. D three, D three is actually cool, but it's the fact that if you're D three and you feel like 
you should really have a scholarship somewhere, bro. And you definitely work hard. That's when it's like, bro, like I'm doing all of this, but I'm not getting no type of cheese towards it. When in my head, I felt like I could really get some type of cheese off of my athletic ability. That's how that's how I genuinely feel. So my goal is to go Juco, get my grades up, get the credits that that I need, but also learn about going through the hard journey and and going through the storm. You know, Juco is bottom to bottom, but. But I know that if I fight out of this and I really like really fight out of this, this my my underdog story is is going to be crazy. And one for the ages to to inspire any big man that feel like they really can't do it. So. That's my goal out of it is to go D1, D2, well, just scholarship ball, at least. So so I don't have to put you know, this money stress on my mom and the whole time I get a scholarship, man, I'm cool and I'm going to get my degree. So that's how we feel about it, bro. But it's a day-by-day process, though. So, man, that's some real ish right there, bro. Real shit, real shit. Hey, so one question I got, man, football don't end up working out. What's your what's your ultimate, like, what's your dream job? I remember you were telling me you want to be like a uh, a trainer. Fucker, I'll get the coaching back at Westland. Reggie Gilman, or get have Westland give it turf. New era, new era, D-Lo. Go ahead. We see that breeze. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, if football don't work, I I can't even say that right now. But I'm gonna say it's gonna work. But at the same time, you know, with the injuries and shit, injuries or just how I'm feeling. I want to go into teaching because because I really feel like like the teachers nowadays. There's some good teachers out there, but I want to make an impact on kids' lives, like on like a teenager life who like who really feel like they're not supported or nothing. But I'm just there for them, and I'm showing them like the right way to to really like chase their dreams and stuff. So teaching, coaching too, man, like. Football is a game that I love, so so like being a coach, man, and building my own staff with my own teammates, with my old teammates. I mean, bro, like that's a dream, bro. Like that's a real that's a real dream to me, bro. So teaching and coaching, uh, training, yeah, because I love seeing cats get better. Like I want to help cats evolve. So you got it right, right there, bro. But teaching, coaching. Being a trainer, shit, sometimes I think about being a therapist too, bro, because I love to talk, bro. But like, talk about like some real ish, like, like, like something that cats really need help on. I love to talk about that because, because at the same time, as, as a therapist, I feel like I will learn more knowledge speaking to more people too. So it's like, I'm giving knowledge, but I'm also receiving knowledge back in. And how to deal with certain people and, and uh, situations. On stage. Hey, man. Everything he said, though, that's plan B for a reason. Because my nigga going to the league. Madden 27. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have D-Lo at Nose Guard and Ultimate Team giving mm-hmm. niggas straight work. Hey, mm-hmm. man. But that's all I got to say Say today, man. Flacco five times. Steven Jackson signing out here, man. Back to your host. Where is 7-2? The 7-2. The BDA legend. Nigga, yeah. Darius Love yeah. Jr., nigga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Stephen O'Brien Jackson the third, man. The underdog story. 
Man, to close it out, I want you to really tell these cats, really make them feel the Steven Jackson underdog story. What I want you to to tell the podcast, what did you expect to come out of Steven Jackson in these next years? What do we Hold on, second, hey, gritty, gritty, hey, 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 like it out, but with Tuttle Podcast, if we look up Steven Jackson in a couple years, what do we expect to see from the underdog story, from being a 5'9 DB, from having your back against the wall your whole life? Tell us where is where is Steven Jackson? Hey, man, a lot of niggas going to laugh and a lot of niggas going to hate, man. But, hey, like I said, the ultimate goal is either the league, XFL, CFL. But, hey, man, niggas going to know about my name, man. And it may be all smiles over here. You may think I'm all smiles. But, hey, once I leave for college, y'all going to see a different side of me, man. And I feel like the main thing for me is just I got to get away from home. That's not even just me. That's just a lot of people. You got to get away from your environment. You got to get away from certain people. Feel me? Help help people that help bring you down. I'm not saying there's no people like that in my life right now. I mean, there has been, but it's just like, you just got to get away from norm, your normal. So like coming out of Westland, going from Westland to Ashland, that's definitely out of my normal. Cause I guarantee you Westland ain't doing nothing that Ashland about to be doing. But hey man, like I said, once I get adjusted, once I get used to it, man, it's really gonna be my time to take off, man. So, hey, few years, man, what you gonna see? You gonna see big things, man. You gonna see Ashland. National champ, mm. GMAC champ. Mm. Hey, man, then we're just going to see where it goes for there, man. But, hey, at the end of the day, being an underdog, man, my story don't end here. And I'm going to have a really great underdog story. Just y'all just All I can say is y'all just got to stay tuned to find out. Man, we, man, I appreciate Steve Jackson. I appreciate Steve hitting his fake-ass silencer. Silencer. I appreciate Steve giving me his time today, his, his time and presence, and, you know, his knowledge. So. Man, good luck to you, family, on your journey to, to uh, Ashland. You know, hopefully start, yeah, hopefully start brushing that tongue off. <laughs> Fire! Saying <laughs> like that, but yeah, man, appreciate you, brother, man. Hope you're doing all good. Hope you're going to be good. <laughs> I just look at my wrist. I got time today. Yeah, man. Got me an eighth after school. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, man, appreciate it. Hey, man, 72 Podcast out. You want to freestyle or not? Nah? Mm. Noah okay. freestyle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, saying in that song. <laughs> like, all right, God, yeah. Saying in yeah, that song, yeah. never say it to my right, face. Y'all already right, know. Right. Pillow Talk, Flacco, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, all that. Flacco, five times, sign out. Yeah, we out, man. Peace.